When I say the word NFL jersey number 27, who comes to your mind? And do they make our list? Well, we're going to have the greatest NFL players that wore the jersey number 27 coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we're podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron, one day at a time. So with Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff supplying us with their tunes, let's go no huddle through today's football history headlines. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com, and welcome to the Pigpen once again for our Football by Numbers series. And in today's episode, we're going to find out who the top 10 players in NFL history are that wore the number 27 jersey. And it's a solo mission today. I'm going to be the only one talking. And uh, so it's my opinion. And if at any time you find that I'm missing somebody or didn't talk about somebody, or maybe my top 10 list is not who you think, in your opinion, is the top 10 for the number 27s, please email me at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and on a future episode, we will try to correct any errors that we may have made or uh, any omissions we may have had or maybe you have a a compelling case to put uh, some other player on our top 10 list and we're glad to hear from you and uh, we want to hear from you and get your, your opinion. So let's get started by the Pro Football Hall of Fame giving us two players that are in their Canton, Ohio Museum that wore the number 27 according to the Hall of Fame, and that is Ken Houston and Cal Hubbard. The first one we're going to talk about is Cal Hubbard. Now, Cal, he only wore the number 27 for one season, and that's way back in 1933. And uh, Cal had a, a great career. He played from 1927 to 1936. Uh, New York Giants, Green Bay Packers, uh and a little bit with Pittsburgh at the end of his career. He was a, a great uh, tackle and end and defensive end and guard, played a little, few different positions, very versatile player, uh, but only wearing that number 27 for one season sort of limits him, and that was with Green Bay in 1933. And we don't have a whole lot of statistics on him, uh, you know, not for anybody in that era, but he did play 105 games and started 77 of them, for uh, those teams that we mentioned earlier. So we'll maybe have to come back to Cal Hubbard later to see if maybe he makes our list. We'll put him on the check back later list. But somebody is going to make our list. It's a Hall of Fame is Ken Houston. I'm going to tell you he's going to make the list right now because he is just a brilliant player. Uh, Played defensive back uh, from 1967 all the way to 1980. So many of us remember him. Played with the Houston Oilers for the first six years of his career. And in the last eight, he played with the Washington Redskins. Mostly as a strong safety in the league. He had... 49 interceptions in 196 games. So like one out of every four games, he'd have a pick. Nine touchdowns in his career. 898 return yards uh, off of those interceptions. I mean, that is just brilliant uh, defensive back play. What a ball hawk. And once he got the ball in his hands, he was tough to bring down and uh, quite a return man as well. Now, 
we got one thing to mention, as we always say. He wore that uh, number 27 for eight seasons uh, from 1973 to 1980. So at the end of his career, he wore it all with Washington. So, But still, that's a substantial amount of time to wear number 27. And that's why we're placing Ken Houston as a first player in our top 10 number 27's greatest in NFL history. Another great safety we want to talk about is Steve Atwater. Now, Steve Atwater, defensive back, played with the Denver Broncos for the majority of his career, 10 of his 11 years, uh, had one final season wearing a New York Jets uniform, but he played from 1989 all the way to 1999, and in his career, he had 24 picks, one return for a touchdown, 408 return yards, uh, 167 games for him. Now, we also have a tackles number, and this is where... Really, he sets himself apart. He had 1,188 tackles, both combined and solo, uh, combi- you know, mixed together. 334 of those were solo tackles. But really, hard hitter, uh, tough defender. Um, you know, nobody liked to go across the middle when Steve Atwater was in that backfield of the defense because he would just, uh, you know, put the wood to you if you tried to catch a pass over the middle and really good at covering tight ends and uh, the likes backs out of the backfield so a real key piece to those uh, success of those Denver Bronco defenses of the uh, early 90s so John Elway was on the offense well Steve Atwater is one of the first ones you think about along with uh, maybe Carl Mecklenburg but what a great key piece of that Denver Broncos defense back then in the early 90s So he is going to be put on our list too. So we have two spots filled up on that list. Another one I think we're going to give another bid to is Eddie George. Uh, You know, Jeremy McFarlane would probably be uh, calling me immediately if we didn't have Eddie George on this list. But Eddie George wore the number 27 his entire career, all nine seasons. He played with the Houston Oilers, the Tennessee Oilers, the Tennessee Titans, and one final season 2004 with the Dallas Cowboys. And of course, he was a great running back out of Ohio State. Uh, just a great collegiate career, great NFL career. I mean, listen to these numbers, 141 games, uh, 10,441 career rushing yards in the NFL, 3.6 yards per carry average, 68 touchdowns, just a a great thumper, short yardage back, but he could also take it to the house when he had to. He had some real good uh, seasons of doing that. His first five seasons in the league, he went over 12 100 yards each of those seasons best was in 2000 when he was 1509 yards uh you know his worst in that span was 1294 yards just a great uh, durable back and he ended up going over a thousand two more times later in his career 2002 2003 uh it was a four-time pro bowler uh once in, was an all pro 1996 AP Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, when he came out of Ohio State with the Oilers. Just uh, a great durable back. A real good person, too, from what I understand. Never heard anything real bad about Eddie George. Just came to play football, and when he did, boy, he would ball out. And a great player. We're going to put him on our list, too. So that's three of our top ten spots taken up with those uh, three gentlemen that we've already talked about. Okay, somebody else I'd like to talk about. Gary Garrison. Uh, Gary was a great wide receiver that played in the era of 1966 all the way to 1977. Uh, San Diego Chargers is where he played 11 of those seasons. Played one final year with the Houston Oilers at the end of his career. But uh, all Gary did was had 405 receptions, 
58 touchdowns, 18.6 yards per catch in 134 games. You know, what a great player Gary Garrison was, uh, just at the wide receiver position. Six foot two, 193 pounds. So good size for a receiver, you know, especially he'd be good size now, but uh, six foot two back in the, you know, late 60s and the 70s. That's a, that's a pretty good target to throw for. Great uh, catch radius. Um, you know, a quarterback's best friend when you have uh, some size like that. And we know that the uh, you know San Diego quarterbacks really took advantage of that, uh, especially Mr. Dan Fouts uh, in his career, really liked to have the likes of Gary Garrison to, to go along with uh, some of, you know, Kellen Winslow's and some of the other great players he had with him on those teams. So Gary Garrison, I'm I'm going to put him on our standby list. We may come back to him again, but you know, really good numbers for, for Gary. Uh, he's got a good chance of going in. Malcolm Jenkins is another great player we want to talk about. Defensive back, uh, you know, six foot, two hundred four pounds when he came out of uh, with the New Orleans Saints from Ohio State. Another Ohio State Buckeye award number twenty-seven. Played with the Saints for six years. Played with the Philadelphia Eagles for six years. So you know, well-rounded. Uh, actually, he had two stints with the New Orleans. Came back at the end of his career in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty was his final season. First year was in two thousand nine. Uh, played cornerback his first year, and then. When moved to free safety and strong safety uh, the balance of his career but he had 20 interceptions and 183 games six touchdowns off of those of uh, 965 total tackles 751 of those were solo tackles you know great uh, great great numbers there for a great defender in uh, Malcolm Jenkins and he's another one that uh, I think we're going to put on our standby list and come back to him because I really like his numbers, and uh, maybe he can make our list, and we'll talk about him again later. Glenn Edwards is another defensive back I'd like to talk about because uh, I got to watch a lot of Glenn Edwards in, during his career. He played 1971 all the way to 1981, seven years as a Pittsburgh Steeler uh, free safety, four years with the San Diego Chargers. Now, he, in the 70s, was sort of a complimentary uh, safety to, you know, great uh, defensive backs, you know, Mel Blount and Donnie Shell and, you know, the great linebacking core that the Steelers had. Just a solid steel curtain defense. And he was that back end that uh, the safety valve, you know, that's where the word safety comes from anyway. But he came out of Florida A&M and he had 39 interceptions in his career, 961 return yards, knew what to do with the ball in his hands, three touchdowns in 142 games. So that's some... Um, Again, some really good numbers for a free safety with that many picks in an era where they didn't put the ball up in the air as much as they do now. But he really played a strong game and definitely is worthy of consideration of uh, us coming back to and talking about uh, Glenn Edwards maybe being on our top 10 list of number 27s. Now here's some other players, you know. Tom Darden, another defensive back, 45 picks, 820 return yards, two touchdowns. Had his career 1972-1981, all with the Cleveland Browns. As a strong safety his first year, free safety the rest. I think free safety was his uh, position that uh, really he fit into best. But came out of the University of Michigan, was a Wolverine, where that number 27, his entire career, uh, made it to one Pro Bowl. It, um, yeah, Tom Darden is definitely another one that uh, we'll put under some strong consideration for possibly making that list too. Uh, Walt Harris is another one. Walt uh, 
was another defensive back, played with the Chicago Bears for his first six seasons in the league. Then he went to Indianapolis for a couple years, uh, San Francisco 49ers for three years, Washington Redskins, played from 1996 all the way to 2008. And his numbers, 35 picks, four touchdowns, 332 return yards, and 193 games. Also made a Pro Bowl one year. Wore that number 27 jersey for you know quite a bit of his career. In fact, 13 seasons uh, for Walt Harris wearing that. Now, another great player who wore number 27 was Terrell Buckley. And Terrell wore that number for, again, 13 seasons just like Walt Harris did. And he just had some great numbers too as a defensive back. 50 interceptions, six of them he took back to the house, 793 return yards, 209 games. You know, again, another one out of every four games. He had a pick in his career at the defensive back. Played from 1992 all the way to 2005, so more of a modern player. Started off at the Green Bay Packers for three seasons, Miami Dolphins for six, and then had a couple stints with New England, Denver, the New York Giants, and the New York Jets. Uh, Stayed around that Big Apple right at the end of his career. But another great ball hawking uh, uh, cornerback and uh, just plays a great game, uh, sort of a a shutdown uh, corner during that time. But Terrell Buckley, another one that, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to put him on our list right now because he just had some great skill sets that uh, make him a great player. So he's our fourth spot that we're going to give to. Now, another player that we know a lot from the uh, booth of broadcasting is Irv Cross. Now, Irv Cross was another defensive back that was just tough as nails, had six years with the Philadelphia Eagles, three with the Los Angeles Rams, played from 1961 all the way to 1969 uh, with those teams. He had 22 interceptions, two touchdowns, 125 games, but came out of Northwestern as his college, but he was another really solid player, uh, really hit hard. And like I said, he was a great broadcaster. Was on the pregame show for CBS, you know, with uh, I forget who the host was. I know Bert Musburger was on there a little bit. Uh, you know, Jimmy the Greek and you know Irv Cross, a real staple of watching the pregames back in the 70s before uh, games would come on on Sundays. Another great player. Not sure if he's going to make our our list of the best players, but we'll definitely put him in consideration because he's another great player. And uh, another one to consider is Rasheen Mathis. Now he played from night. I'm sorry, from 2003 all the way to 2015. Uh, Ten years with the Jacksonville Jaguars, three with the Detroit Lions at the end of his career. Another defensive back had 32 interceptions, four touchdowns off of those picks, 553 yards in 175 games. Uh, you know. Rasheen Mathis, uh, another good one to put under consideration. Uh, We'll see where he goes, but uh, we'll come back to him also. Remember, we have four spots already tied up here. Uh, Ray Rice, you know, another one to consider. Running back, had a little bit of problems uh, with uh, getting in a little bit of trouble, uh, especially the the film of him in an elevator uh, with the... not doing such nice things, but we don't talk about that. We want positive football. But he played for the Baltimore Ravens from 2008 to 2013. And what an efficient uh, 
dual threat he was. You know, he could run it, he could catch it. Uh, his rushing yards in 92 games, he had 6,180 yards, 4.3 yards per carry average, 37 touchdowns. And what he did on the receiving was just as lethal. You know, 3,034 yards, six TDs there, and uh, you know, 486 targets. So he was a, a great dual threat for the Ravens. Uh, really balanced out their offense. Three Pro Bowls and won a Super Bowl with the Ravens uh, back and uh, when they won their first Super Bowl. So, you know, another great, great player, Ray Rice. Not sure that he's going to make the list, but we'll, we'll put him under consideration. Uh, Willie Williams, another one we want to talk about. He was another great defensive back. Got four years with the Pittsburgh Steelers, seven with as a Seattle Seahawk. Uh, had two stints with the Steelers, as a matter of fact. He, and in his career, he had 26 interceptions, four touchdowns, 302 return yards on 188 games. I'm not so sure that uh, we can even put him under consideration because we have so many other great DBs that have uh, much better numbers than him. But still, we want to talk about him. But somebody we do want to talk about and I think could make it is Rodney Hampton, you know, running back that played for the New York Giants uh, for his whole career, 1990 to 1997. And uh, real good numbers, uh, 6,897 yards, three-point yards uh, per carry, 49 touchdowns in 104 games. Real uh, durable back, uh, the, had a real nice career with the Giants. So it was real big part of their offensive scheme back in the, uh, the 90s. And uh, you know, definitely worth mentioning. Not sure he's going to make our, our, our list, but I uh, wanted to mention him anyway. Um, and another defensive back we want to talk about is Thomas Everett. Now, Thomas Everett, play, of course, played for the Pittsburgh Steelers 1987 to 1991, and then uh, Dallas Cowboys for a couple years in the 90s, and a couple years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, you know, great career here. 21 interceptions, 255 return yards, never scored a touchdown in 128 games. Again, those uh, great numbers as a player, but I'm not sure he's going to make the top 10 list here uh, with our, our other great uh standout defensive backs that he's going up against. But Larry Johnson might. He's a, a great running back that played with most famously for the Kansas City Chiefs in 2003 through 2008 and then sort of bounced around the league for the next few years all the way through 2007. You know, stints in uh, Cincinnati, Miami, and Washington each one year. Uh, but he was an interesting back, you know, really at the top of his game when uh, those Kansas City days. 6,223 yards, 4.4 yards per carry, 55 touchdowns. You know, just a, a bruising back that uh, really gets you those extra couple yards that you needed. We're that number 27 for seven seasons. Uh, really good, good player there. And, you know, we have a, quite a few of other players that were number 27. You know, we have, uh, you know, over 100 years. Uh, but, you know, Brandon Jacobs is another big back that uh, comes to mind. I guess those big backs love to wear those number 27s, you know, as we just talked about a, a few. But Jacobs was another one. Played for the New York Giants most famously for eight seasons. San Francisco 49ers his last, uh, second to last year, and then went back to the Giants. But, you know, this big bruiser, you know, had 1,141 rushes for 5,094 yards, 4.5 yards per carry, 60 touchdowns. Uh, you know, another great big running back that, uh, you know, we definitely want to remember, you know, just like Larry Johnson and um, Eddie George, uh, you know, just getting those tough yards when when his team needed them. And, uh, you know, we probably ought to put him into consideration, too. 
I think we're probably ready to go into some of our deliberations here. Remember, we have four spots already taken up. Let's review it. We have Ken Houston, Steve Atwater, Eddie George, and Terrell Buckley already with having those numbers on here. And I think, uh, you know, I think I'm going to put Gary Garrison on that list as our fifth spot. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is our sixth spot. I'm going to give Rasheen Mathis our, our seventh spot as a top player in the uh, NFL wearing that number 27. And boy, I, I really think um, Larry Johnson had some, some brilliant years in his career. We'll give him number eight. And oh boy, maybe uh, Glenn Edwards is our nine. And just as a toss-up, I think uh, I think Walt Harris gets our 10th spot on our list. So, if we in review, Ken Houston, Steve Atwater, Eddie George, Gary Garrison, Malcolm Jenkins, Glenn Edwards, Walt Harris, Terrell Buckley, Rasheen Mathis, and Larry Johnson. Those are our top 10 players of the Pigskin Dispatch that we say wore the number 27 in their careers in the NFL, and uh, they make our top 10 list. And we really appreciate you joining us here once again for our Football by Numbers. We hope that you'll come back because tomorrow we're going to have the number 28s come up, another solo mission. And we also have our, our, our regular uh Football History Headlines edition that will come out on that day as well. And uh, till tomorrow, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. A special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. It was just another ordinary day in the offices of the Pittsburgh Guardian newspaper circa 1924. But for Marla Delft, assistant editor, everything was about to change. For she was about to discover the awesome attractiveness of Row 1 brand retro sports paraphernalia items, thanks to Orville Mulligan, sports writer. And there it is. Wow, Orville, that's really the bee's knees. Isn't it just? A poster-sized replica of the actual 1909 World Series program cover. I can see that. But where did you get it? And where'd you get it framed? I ordered it from the Row 1 website, where over 6,000 items of sports memorabilia from the 1880s to the 1990s are available for reproduction in multiple sizes and in several different materials, with over a dozen styles of frame to choose from for prints like this. Well, I'm sure Mr. Delft would love to put up more of these in the office. But I'm equally as sure they're beyond this newspaper's budget. (laughs) Not at all, my dear Marla. See for yourself. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Oh my, these are good prices. Oh, and look at this stuff. Oklahoma, Nebraska football. College basketball art. Michael Jordan items. And so it was that Marla Delft discovered the spondiferous magic of row one sports memorabilia arts and prints. 
you can too by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. That's R-O-W number one today for access to the full row one catalog of gallery prints and gifts like t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, telephone cases, coffee mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Act today for a 15% discount off all prints with coupon code SHN15 and 20% off all other items with coupon code SHN20 at checkout. And keep your dial locked to the Sports History Network for the exciting chronicles of the 1920 sports world in Orville Mulligan, sports writer, coming soon. Oh,